Welcome to episode 15 of Broad Street Hustle. It's been four months, 15 episodes already. Unbelievable. Uh, as your, as always, I'm your host, Tommy Nanny. Tonight's show is the much-anticipated. We, we've talked about it um, many times, and, and tonight it's happening. It's the uh, all-NFL show. It's kicking off the season. We're doing props, predictions, uh, talking teams, divisional winners. You name it, we're going to talk about it. Um, Again, this is Broad Street Hustle. Remember to listen on Spotify, iHeart, Apple Radio, anywhere you get your pods. Give us a listen. Subscribe to the podcast. Like it. Leave a comment. We really, really appreciate it. Um, joining me tonight, as always, Jason Sayeda. How are we doing tonight? Hey, Tom. How you doing? Doing well. I'm doing well. We're on the eve of our Saratoga trip, right? So It's coming. Well, not the eve. I guess we're not leaving until Thursday. So almost. Almost leaving. Almost, yeah. Very excited. And joining us is our other uh, co-host, Jimmy the Chalk. Jimmy? Very much looking forward to that drive Thursday morning. Oh, yeah. It's the uh, the drive. Break some soft pretzels. Uh, oh, we're getting soft pretzels, Jim? No, is that I'm a hint? Not, I'm not getting up that early to get there. Ah, so this, we, is, this, this is an earlier start than Belmont. Uh, usually uh, there's a, uh, a scare for our lives one or two times when Jimmy beats a red light, but... You know, we get there in one piece for the most part. And then uh, moving on, joining us, who was here about two weeks ago, I want to say, um, for our baseball show, but joining us for football and will be joining us for a lot of our football shows is Chris Meeker. Meeker, how we doing? What's up, fellas? How you guys doing? Any words for Meeker? Nah. Um... <laughs> I got a lot of sympathy for, for me. Or from I'll, I'll, me. I'll leave it at that. Yeah, we could we could do a whole. There's, there's a lot of dissension in this room right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh please, we're not even going to get into that. Well, let let let's move on. We got an action-packed show. We want to keep it to a, a reasonable time. So we're going to jump right into it. Let's let's run through our NFL prop show again. You're listening to episode 15 of Broad Street Hustle. Um, hopefully, you like this one tonight. So I'm going to start with you, Jason. I'm going to go right to it. So. Uh, let's do a little temperature check of the league. So not necessarily, uh, you know, predictions or Super Bowl plays or division plays right now, but where do you, what do you think about some of the, the positives for some teams and the negative for teams? So, you know, basically what teams that you have ranked pretty high or teams that you are kind of against or maybe even a team that everybody's like gaga over and, and you just don't see it. Take us away. Yeah, so I mean, in, in my in my research here, I have uh, I want to say I have six teams that I I find you know a lot of positives on, like the, I see them in a positive light, and then I have about six or seven teams that I'm that I'm pretty negative on, and then the rest of the league I'm kind of neutral, um, but I'll just I'll jump into some of my teams that I'm pretty positive on this year, and then we could get we could get into things you know once we start looking at divisions and conferences, Super Bowls and prop bets, but. Uh, the first team is the 49ers, um, and, you know, I don't, I don't, I'll, I'll rattle off the teams, and then, like I said, we could get into them later. But the, uh, the Colts is another team I, I'm, I'm interested in. Uh, the Chargers, which I'm sure is probably going to be a popular pick. Um, the Vikings is another team I have some interest in. And then some long-shot teams are Jacksonville, believe it or not, and Carolina. Um, so those are those are the teams that I find a little you know a little interesting, um, and we'll get into a lot of that later. The teams that I'm negative on, and and these are a lot of the public po- you know popular public teams. Um, the Raiders is number one. 
the Dolphins is another team I'm negative on. The Browns, for obvious reasons, with, with Watson. Um, the Bengals, um, and we could get into that later. I'm, I'm, I'm a little negative on them this year. And then your bad teams, the Bears and Falcons, of course. And then I, I did skip one team that I'm, that I'm negative on, and that's the Rams. And just for obvious reasons, I, you know, I think Super Bowl hangover. I don't even think they were that good last year anyway. Um, but, you know, again, and then the rest of the teams I'm pretty neutral on. So those are some of my thoughts. All right, and I'll, I'll actually jump in only because, and I was going to let one of the other boys go, but only because I feel like Jason must be looking over my shoulder. Because, uh, I mean, the teams I'm positive on, the Niners, Indianapolis, very positive, Minnesota, very positive, and we'll get into it. Um, Carolina was one of my under sleeper teams to make the playoffs at about four to one or so. Um, all teams that Jason kind of just ran through. And then I'm actually positive on New England. I think Belichick, uh, you know, took that team last year that wasn't very good and still had 10 wins. And uh, I think Tampa has a big year again and I, with Brady Swan song. And you'll see throughout the show, that's kind of uh, one of my underlining themes is, is Brady and Tampa. And then some of the teams I'm negative, Cincinnati, the Raiders, Miami. Um, Green Bay was one of them I thought is going to take a step back. Um, and then lastly, I, you know, we'll, we'll have many shows to talk about it, but the, I don't know. I don't see the Eagles. I know I know a lot of people see it. Um I, I maybe it's just me being the pessimist Eagle fans, but I, it's, I'm having trouble with it. So that was another team I was kind of negative on. Meeker, where? How, how about you? Yeah, if we're talking positive and negative, the one team that I do agree with you and Jason on is the Vikings. I think the coaching change was a positive change for the Vikings. I think that you know when you look at the bad beats last year for this team, they lost some games. By seven, I don't know how many, seven games by seven or fewer points last year. So if you turn that around, just half turn it around. You know, you're going to be a 10 or 11 win team. I really like their chances this year. I think Green Bay's taking a step back, and we'll talk about the visions later, but obviously I, I'm liking them. Now, I'm not trying to be a fan, but I definitely think the Saints are, are definitely going to be much better than they were last year. That you mean no. negative? Oh, no. Oh, no. To the oh, positive. Wow. So we get Tom. They get back. it different. They get a quarterback. Yeah, I'm checking. I'm checking. I'm checking my notes to see who's because I have somebody else probably than you might have written down. That we and he was pro- he he finished the season really strong last year. Oh wait, no, then he, he's coming off. Hey, he didn't he didn't throw he didn't throw any any interceptions for the last how many games? So he's doing yeah. well. But hopefully well. that changes. Well, how did, how did he play when he was playing? How did he play when he was playing? How did they play as a team when he was playing? I believe they played pretty well. I mean, now look, I'm not a Jameis Winston fan but you know if he solidifies the position and now you have a decent veteran backup that if something happens to him or he does stink at least andy dalton can uh, can take can take over but i just love the fact that thomas is back they drafted olave they got jarvis landry kamara's suspension is on hold their defense has been stacked for years their philosophy with coaching hasn't really changed because, you know, Dennis Allen's been with the team for 15 years. Carmichael's been with the team for a long time. So I don't think anything's changing as Jason's about to die over here. <laughs> Good use uh, of the mute button, Jason. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> so, uh, look, I, I mean, yeah. I, obviously I don't want to be a fan, but I, I have a, a lot of views on the Saints, of course. And Indy, I do agree with Indy. I think that the vision is just bad, you know, and Matt Ryan might have a little bit to prove this year, you know, so – We'll see if that's that's the big difference. Yeah, one of the big uh, things Indy. with Indy too, they're like they have the third. Well, you know, going into the season, the third easiest schedule, which is right. pretty surprising. 
great running game, good defense. Matt Ryan's better than Wentz. We can go on and on about the reasons. If I'm talking about teams I'm down on, I agree with um, Green Bay. I think they're going to take a little bit of a step back. I think their talent's been diminished a little bit. Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers. I think they're a playoff team. I just don't think that they're going to make a lot of noise this year. Um, I'm not seeing, for whatever reason, I know a lot of people are in love with Denver. I'm not, like, in love with Denver. I mean, Russ, I have Russell Wilson problems. is the reason I would oh, of course. think most people would say. That division, I wouldn't be surprised if that division had five, you know, four 10-game winners. You know, but I don't know that I see them making the playoffs at least this year. And I'm down a little bit on Tennessee. I think they've kind of had their time uh, to rule that division. And they kind of blew it last year. They had they had that game one and didn't win it. And I think they're going to take a step back too. I mean, Derrick Henry's still a beast, but you know he's coming off an injury, so we'll see how much mileage, uh, how much how much he's got left. But I think uh, Tennessee's another team I think gets bounced from the playoffs this year that were a playoff team last year. Okay, and Chalky, finish this off. All right, I'll try to save us some time here. Teams I'm very high on: Chargers, 49ers, Colts. Uh, to a lesser extent, Vikings, uh, teams that I'm very much against, or not very much against, but I'm down on that are getting some hype, Miami, Denver. Um, I think Tennessee takes a step back, and obviously you got bottom-of-the-barrel teams like uh, Seattle, who I had on a previous, who I think could end up be the worst team in the league. Um, but I'll uh, I'll save any further analysis for, for our next discussions. All right. Well, good good way to kick off the overall picture and temperature of the league. So let's jump right into it. Let's Let's start with uh division winners right we'll we'll move to uh, uh, this is an nfc show i would say so let's start with the afc we'll we'll go right what just what i have on my list afc east uh meeker we'll start with you who who do you think i think it's no doubt about buffalo is the best team in the division um the order i have in finish is i have buffalo winning the division with new england followed by miami and the jets all right jason yeah, uh, it's going to be a chalky pick here, and I, it's it's mostly because I'm negative on the other teams. Um, it's Buffalo, obviously, no money to be made there. But you know, <clears throat> I'm negative on Miami, um, so and I think that that they would be their their biggest um, biggest challenge in the division. So uh, for me, it's by default it's Buffalo. And chalky. Yeah, I'm same order as Meeker. Uh, Buffalo, again, heavy favorite. So if you're going to play something there, play the Buffalo-New England 1-2 exact. That's not the chalky exact because they have Miami in some places as a higher rank. But um, I have same order as Meeker. Yeah, and look, I, I mean, I do think Buffalo is probably going to win this division. But again, I, New England was a team I actually have as a positive. And if you want to take a little bit of a long shot in that division, um, you know, New England had a rebuild season last year and won 10 games with a rookie quarterback. Um you know, you know, I know the league has changed, but Belichick still manages to, to put winning football teams out there. And every year I'm against Buffalo, and I've looked like an idiot for, you know, what, four years, three years now. Um, and I, I just, you know, they lost their offensive coordinator. This, I think this is the year that if you're against Buffalo, you, you take the shot. And, you know, I'm ultimately I think Buffalo probably does win, but I, I'm going to take a little bit of a, a long shot with New England in that division. And, the one, uh, the one negative I found with New England was last year they, they, um, they did not beat any winning teams, or they actually beat two winning teams. The, you know, the whole year. So, uh, you know, they lost McDaniel. You know, I, I'm not, very, I'm not negative on them. I just, you know, I can't. 
I'm more neutral on them, but I'm not really positive on New England. I, yeah, I and they have a tough state. On paper, they have the 25th toughest schedule, which is, um, you know, again, we went through it. It's on paper. But I don't know. They added they added so much in the draft on defense to the defense that Belichick has always kind of uh, been able to, to, to build up. And they added, like, two or three D-backs. So, you know, they're going to go through the defense again. Now, Mac Jones, second year, you always see improvement. So, I, I don't know. I just think I, sometimes I'm against – want to take a little bit of a shot against Buffalo, and, and New England's the only other team in that division, I think, that has a shot. And you're getting uh, five to one or so, plus 500. So, you know, for a division winner, that's pretty good odds. And, that, you know, I'm just taking a sleeper there. So, uh, let's move on. We'll go to the AFC West, which this could be chalky as well. So, we'll start with Jimmy the Chalk. Uh, yeah, Mika kind of said it best. This could be the toughest division in the league to win. Um, almost had three teams last year make the playoffs, and now Denver adds Russell Wilson. Um, this one for me is uh, Chargers. Chargers plus 220. Um, I would say Chargers, uh, Chiefs, uh, Oak- or Oakland, they're not Oakland anymore, La- uh, Las Vegas, and, and Denver in that order. Uh, if I'm picking an order, but uh, very high, as I said before, on the Chargers this year, so I'm going to go with them. And Chiefs have the toughest, as it stands right now, schedule. So uh, they lost uh, 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 they lost the receiver to Miami. Now, of course, I'm drawing Tyree a blank, but Kill. Tyree Kill. Tyree Kill. But Mahomes is still going to be good. They have a good offensive line, and Andy Reid will find a way. I just think this is, if they're going to take a step back to not be a division winner, this is the year for that. So I'm going with uh, Chargers. All right, Meeker? Had the same order of finish as Chalky, uh, but I do think it's. I think there might be two teams that have the same amount of wins. One, two, you know, so maybe eleven win teams in the top of the two, and two ten or nine win teams in the bottom two. I don't think any team finishes below five hundred in this division. So it's a it's a great division. We're going to see a lot of points scored in we these could, games we could, as well. We could put a bet on that. Yeah, there's like. no Raiders. The Raiders will definitely be below five hundred. Yeah. See, I'm not. I'm I'm actually high on the Raiders. I'm actually high on the Raiders this year. I think they could definitely make the playoffs. I'm going to pick them to make the playoffs, but we'll talk about that later. Um, but I have the Chargers, KC, Vegas, and Denver. Um, it's hard to pick against Patrick Mahomes, but, you know, they have lost some talent there. So, And they do have a hard schedule, like Chalky was saying. So I'm going to take the Chargers to win it this year. We'll see what happens. All right. And um, it's really – just hearing you guys really uh, make me feel better about fading the Chargers this year, to be quite honest with you. Um, you know, the Chargers, they had a, an unbelievable rookie quarterback. How much better could he even play in his second year? They, they, he was unbelievable, and they still missed the playoffs last year. So I don't know where all this Charger love all of a sudden is coming from. Um, so I think there's actually value with the Chiefs to win the division at plus 175. I mean, you go back through the years, you, you would never find plus 175 on the Chiefs to win the division, but since so many people are high on the Chargers, you're getting a little value, in my opinion, on the Chiefs, and that's where I landed with KC. Jason? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm going to, you know, go along with the guys and, and pick the Chargers to win the division. Um, I uh, I like that they added Khalil Mack uh, to, the, to, the, to the defensive line there. So him and Bosa, they're going to be who you doubling there. Bosa will be hurt by uh, three, about maybe four. Um. They have a great roster, you know. I love that that um, I love that Herbert is still on his rookie deal, um, you know. So you could you could bone up the rest of the roster, 
and uh, <clears throat> I I I think that this might be their year. Um, I, you know, I'm I'm high on the Chargers. I am high on the Chiefs as well. You know, I'm picking the Chargers to win the division, but you know, just because they lost Tyreek Hill doesn't mean that you know. I'm sure everybody's that going to count that as a huge negative Andy against Reed them. Andy Reid can insert the next fast wide receiver. He had Todd Pinkston yeah. and yeah, and I mean, James yeah. Thrash here, and you know, he was putting up numbers with that offense. So. Um, I'm not as low or down on the, the Chiefs as everyone is. Um, so, you know, but I am going to pick the Chargers to win the division. Okay. So we got three Chargers, one Chiefs. Moving on to the AFC North. We'll start this one with Jason. So this is another one that it's almost by default that I'm going with the team, and that's going to be Baltimore at plus 155 to win the division. And it's mostly because I'm just neg- I'm down on the Bengals and Cleveland this year. And Pittsburgh, you know, their quarterback situation is a, a disaster. Um, <clears throat> I can't see them doing anything. So, again, by default, I'm just going to go with the Ravens. They're going to have a last-place schedule. Um, Jackson should be healthy this year. Um and when he was healthy last year, they were the number one seed in the AFC um, in the beginning of December last year, believe it or not. And then Jackson got hurt, and they, you know, they just finished, you know, they finished in last place after that. So um, I'm going with the Ravens. All right, and to save time, I actually went with the Ravens for pretty much all the same reasons uh, Jason did. Just don't really believe in that division. Um Horrible fan, too, and I think coming off a year where they missed the playoffs, I just don't – you know, I see him rallying the team. Healthy Jackson, plus 155 Baltimore. Chalky? In order, Baltimore, Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, Cleveland. I'm putting Cleveland last because we don't know how many games Watson is going to actually play. Um, I don't know if Harbaugh's missed the playoffs twice in his tenure there. If, if he has, it maybe happened once. Uh, so I think he'll get the team right and uh, they'll win the division. And Meeker. I like both Cincinnati and Baltimore to make the playoffs, but I'm going to pick Cincinnati to win the division. I think a lot of people think that they're going to have their hangover this year, but I don't think Burrow is just a different kind of cat. You know, he's just, he he never really buckles under pressure. I think. Started out with an appendectomy. It's a good start to the. uh... Yeah, I know. I know that that's a little bit of an issue, but, you know, who cares about the preseason? So if he doesn't get as much snaps in the preseason, I don't think it really matters. In the end, uh, it probably will be coming down to the last game of the year. Uh, but I'll take Cincinnati. But both teams are really good football teams, and both teams make the playoffs. Okay. So we're that one, we're three Baltimore and one Cincinnati. Uh, we all agree it's kind of top-heavy for those two. Um, and that concludes the, the AFC. Well, we didn't we'll do get... the South. We didn't do the AFC South. <laughs> Oh, God. Exactly. Right. It concludes AFC. You're right. <laughs> Not much to talk about the South, obviously. So, uh, well, this is actually, I, I have a, a team that can go pretty far here. So I'm going to start, yeah. and uh, I won't go in there because I'm sure everybody agrees. But I have Indianapolis, we said in the beginning of the show. Um, they're their favorite to win that division, which uh, is always comes up kind of weak. Uh, minus uh, 135. Seems like, seems like it should be a slam dunk for, for Indy this year. I'll uh, move on to Chalky. What do you think? So uh, my order would be uh, Indy, Tennessee, Jacksonville, Houston. But I would say that Tennessee, Jacksonville could could swap if uh, if Lawrence makes uh, some good progress in his second year. And you know Tennessee 
if they start to falter, they might pull the plug and, and give give their rookie quarterback a chance, and then who knows how well he does. Um, so those two could flip-flop, but I'll put Tennessee above Jacksonville for now, and Houston could obviously finish with the worst record in their league. They need a quarterback, so they'll be trying to get one next year in the draft. Yeah, and Tennessee lost. You know, they did lose A.J. Brown, and, uh, you know, the rookie doesn't seem ready to, to fill the role yet. So, you know, their teams know, know, know what kind of game they play, So, and Tannehill is really up to the task. So, uh, Meeker, how about yourself? Yeah, I had the same uh, same order of finish as Chalky, Indy, Tennessee, Jacksonville, Houston. Um, you know, the fact that Indy plays in this division could catapult their standing, you know, in the playoffs. So we'll see if, if that makes it interesting for the playoffs because they play in such a bad division. But they're definitely the cream of the crop in the, in the South. All right, and Jason, finish this off. Yeah, I'm going with the Colts as well. I have the Colts going pretty far this year, so minus 135. You know, it they were they were plus money as of a few days ago, but that swung big time. Um, I do have a, a dark horse long shot in the division, and Jacksonville a plus 800. I might throw a little something on them. Who knows with you know what Peterson's going to do? That was such a mess last year with Urban Meyer. <clears throat> you know, Lawrence is a much better player than he showed last year, and. Peterson might be able to, to straighten him out, and you know, again, I'm very strong on the Colts, but just, yeah, to me, just, that's a, to me that's a team that you look at for next year. It gives Peterson a full yeah. year, and there's you know yeah. the team implementation of the playbook, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, but I mean, you know, Matt Ryan gets hurt, right? Yeah. You know, and the division's wide open. Who knows? So yeah, and we all agree that Tennessee's going to take a take a step back. Yeah, so. and Houston's just terrible, and Houston's so. just terrible, right? So, but yeah, I mean, Colts, Colts is my pick. Okay. So we're all, we're all there. That's the, uh, well, I guess the East, we kind of all pretty much said Buffalo for what it's worth, but yeah, we all agree on the Colts there. So that officially wraps up the AFC division winners and we'll go back for the comp who we think is going to come out of that conference. Well, let's move on to the, uh, NFC and we'll, we'll, we'll finish with the East for obvious reasons. So let's move to the, uh, NFC South. And I'll start with Meeker. Well, you know who I'm taking for the <laughs> NFC South. But I truly believe it. I truly believe the Saints can win that division um, for the reasons I told you at the top of the show. I, I getting... like how you're looking at at your notepad as you're reading. Like, look at the notepad. <laughs> yeah. You're picking the Saints. We know he likes that, right? New Orleans. <laughs> yeah, he, he likes Bourbon Street. He, he, I'm you know. surprised he didn't pick Duke. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. <laughs> So, but really, I mean, it, it, it all hinges on the quarterback, and a lot of teams' fate hinges on quarterbacks. I, I don't think, um, look, I don't really think Winston is a great quarterback. He's probably not even in the top half of quarterbacks in the NFC. But I think their defense is stacked. I think they have, you know, a lot of really good players at key positions. And if Kamara doesn't get suspended, you know, this year, then I think that's big plus. Because if he was going to be suspended, I think that would have been that would have swayed my decision. I got Tampa finishing second. You don't think he he's starting to take steps back? I mean, he slowed Kamara? down a little bit last year. He's a guy. He's a high volume touch back. I mean, we know with this league, um, um, you know, backs just don't last that long. No, because you know what, he doesn't really get hit hard. I mean, he 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 practices so much balance. In the if you ever seen some of the film on him. He doesn't really take hard hits. And I no, think he gets guys, out of bounds. He's quick to get out. Yeah, he, I mean, that's true. Yeah, and, and the guys like Henry who kind of like, you know, batter people and run over people, those are the guys you have to watch to have, you know, short careers like Jerome Bettis being a, 
a very, you know, making me a liar. But, you know, that's that's just not the kind of bat Kamara is. He doesn't really, you know, play to contact. But anyway, to finish off my thought, Tampa Bay, they're a playoff team. They'll finish second. Carolina over Atlanta for three and four. Okay, and Jason? Yeah, I mean, Tampa Bay is going to be my pick to win the division. Uh, they're a heavy favorite. They're, you know, there's no money to be made there. What is it, minus 295 or 290 or something? But, um, you know, my long shot is Carolina. I, I don't think that they're going to win the division, but who knows? Brady's 46, 45, 46. Something happens to Brady, you know, this year. You know, maybe throw a couple bucks on Carolina at plus 900 to win the division. But my pick will be Tampa Bay. Um, and, yeah, I say the exact same. I think Tampa Bay is a slam dunk. Uh, I do think Carolina is the team that's going to finish second in that division. Um, I have them making the playoffs. But I just can't see them winning the division. Um, I just think Tampa is going to be a powerhouse this year. Uh, Chalky, how about you? Yeah, I think as long as Brady doesn't miss significant time, Tampa wins the division. Um, is it definite that um, the Saints running back's not going to get suspended this year, Kamara? Is that... It depends on the legal system. So he has to go through his case in you know regular court before the NFL makes any decision on whether he gets suspended. Gotcha. And that might not happen until next year. Yeah, I hadn't heard anything recently, so that's why I didn't know if they would do it in the middle of the season. So I'll go with the Saints second. If he does miss time, then I think Carolina. You know, is Baker Mayfield – I mean, he's better than Winston. I would take Mayfield over Winston at this Carolina point. Love? How much is he going to improve <laughs> Well, Carolina? I think Mayfield has a chip on – I don't think he's a great quarterback, but I think with um... – you know, the no, coach should get out there with the chip shoulder. on his shoulder. I but think he's, he's also a little bit of a nutcase, too. And how about McCaffrey being hurt all, all year last year? I mean, McCaffrey's he's a huge... every year. You never you can't, yeah, I mean, you, you can't guarantee you say you that, but come on. Okay. So, you know, again, flip-flop those two if you want. Um, and then Atlanta's obviously the, the worst team in the division. Yeah, so they're, I'll, go, they're, I'll go with New Orleans second for the record, but Atlanta, you know, they're looking for a quarterback next year, obviously. They, yeah, so. they could be the worst team in football, Atlanta. They're, they're and and I, we want, I want to say this because we keep saying it, but, I mean, any team that we mention, if their quarterback gets hurt, you guys are right. saying, well, if Brady's health. If any of the team's quarterbacks get hurt, these, these predictions are out the window. If Mahomes gets hurt, do I think Kansas City's going to be good? No. I mean, so – the preference it with off this guy stays healthy i mean you got to go into the season thinking these guys stay healthy and when you make these predictions i mean it's hard to it's hard to say if this guy gets hurt if that guy gets hurt i mean if you want to throw in a long shot like jason said carolina because hey say there is an injury um then may then you could do that but i mean for the most part i think there's any few, of these guys get teams hurt. maybe san francisco if they don't trade garoppolo you could say it won't be that much of right a drop, right but yeah but obviously. for the most part i mean if green bay gets hurt if rogers gets hurt green bay wins one game this year i mean it's you know it's it's just the way the league is and i, I think that name is key that the, the chalky just mentioned garoppolo because the first team that's decent that loses a quarterback is going to trade for him and he's not you know he's not joe namath i mean that's for sure but He's a serviceable quarterback who's has playoff experience and is going pretty far in the playoffs. So now, you get a Teddy Bridgewater situation where somebody snaps their leg in training camp and they're trading for Garoppolo like Vikings traded for Bradford. Yeah, I don't know if he even makes it to the season. He might get he might be traded prior to the you know it's by, possible. before the preseason's over. But yeah, yeah, I just wanted to throw that disclaimer out there. I mean, we, we these predictions are are predicated on guys staying healthy. I mean. You can live with a running back get banged up, but your quarterback goes down. Carolina can't. 
they can't live with that running back getting hurt. They've showed it year after year, year after year. And 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 I don't. Well, think they also didn't have a quarterback. Yeah, I think they just have a good. I like that. They, coach, Matt, listen, I don't think he's been dealt the best hand, and I, I think maybe. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not Mayfield, a hater. Mayfield's a better quarterback than Darnold. I mean, come on. And but look at Darnold. The first winning, what was the first four or five games, games he looked good. Right. I mean, then yeah, they turned into Sam Darnold. Right. His true colors eventually came out, but they he had him like making better decisions, looking better. So, I just you know. I'm always, uh, and I think Jason's similar. We're always going to go against against the grain. So if, if you know everybody loves one thing, we're usually going to be against it. And I think right. Carolina is one of those teams that people just dismiss right away. Um, all right, let's let's move on. That was good. Um, let's go to, to the North, the NFC North. We'll start with who do we start with here? Let's go with Chalky. So, like I mentioned, Minnesota is a team that that um. I'm a little bit high on. I'm not going to pick them to win the division. I do think they make the playoffs. Um, you know, Rodgers, I think, is still enough to carry the Packers to win the division unless he, you know, okay, we're not talking injury, but if he has a, a step back in his play because he's almost 40 years old right now, right? And not everybody's Tom Brady. Um, and, you know, that means you're leaning on Kirk Cousins. But uh, I very much like the uh, the coaching change um, with bringing in the coordinator from uh, from the Rams last year, and uh, Zimmer was a great defensive mind, but if he didn't have a strong coordinator um, on the offense, uh, the offense sputtered and didn't quite uh, get enough for the team. So, uh, you know, I'll take the chance that their offense could significantly improve with the um, with the new coach, but uh, it would be Green Bay, uh, Vikings. I'll take the Lions to finish third, and uh, the Bears, I think, could be in that conversation for five six win team in, in the top five maybe so I, i'll put them last all right and i i'm going with minnesota here and um you know i know chalky said zimmer is a great defense mind which he is but i mean that defense was terrible last year <laughs> they were last in first down percentages so they, they they were the worst defense on first down um they they added a bunch of uh free agents on the defensive side they had the 10th hardest schedule um and here's something I'm going to need Jason's help with because I know he has the stat. Hopefully he remembers it. But Kirk Cousins had the fourth lowest percentage of dropbacks resulting in a sack or an interception. Um, and I think there was a percent, a stat where a drive uh, that has a sack. What was the, the, the drive where there's a sack? It was, it it was, was basically like, jeez, uh, you know, I don't know the exact numbers. Somewhere between 53 and 62%. Or something Where, like that. Like if there was a sack and a drive, the percentage of a resulting in a, either a field goal or a touchdown drastically changed, yeah. which makes sense. I mean, you you know, you lose yards on the down. It's more yards you have to pick up. Um, so, you know, Cousins, although we, we want to knock Cousins, and I, I, I'm quick to do it, especially if I, when I bet on him and he does something stupid, but um, he, he protects the football. He doesn't get yeah. sacked. He doesn't throw interceptions. Um, so, you know, with all that said, Minnesota is a team that I'm very high on and I have coming out of that division. Uh, Jason. Yeah, I'm the same. Um, I have, uh, I'm going with Minnesota plus 265. I think that's great value to win the division. Um, all the reasons Tommy mentioned, you know, the new coach from the Rams. So hopefully he could bring some of that offense there. And when you see some of my prop bets, um, you know, I'm going to lean on, on some of, some of these talented um skill players that they have um they have an easier schedule than last year and uh you know like tommy said cousins just doesn't turn the ball over so um i'm i'm all over minnesota there plus 265 all right and meeker 
Yeah, it's kind of scaring me that we all like this pick. It seems to be the sexy pick, at least in this group. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm picking Minnesota to win the division. Again, I gave in reasons at the top of the show. Green Bay, second. They'll make the playoffs, I think, because these other two teams in the division are awful. Chicago and Detroit, and you can flip-flop. doesn't make a difference who finishes third or fourth. But you're right. I mean, I heard some uh, stat today just comparing. I mean, not that you would compare Kirk Cousins to Aaron Rodgers. We know Aaron Rodgers is a better player. But look at the stats from last year. They're pretty comparable. And, uh, you know, I think they have a better roster. I just think they're more talented. And I'm just – Vegas doesn't seem to think so, you know, because Vegas has uh, Green Bay two wins higher on their plus-minus uh, than, than Minnesota at 11-9. to nine. It's kind of, you know, it's a big spread compared to some other divisions. So Vegas is in love with Green Bay somehow. Yeah, and you also got to remember, I mean, Vegas play, totes that line between um, yeah. what they what they think, but also uh, where money might end up. So if they, yeah. you know, if they were to say flip-flop that Minnesota has a higher win total than Green Bay, I mean, the money that would come in on Green Bay would be, you know, astronomical. So they don't want to, they're not going to put themselves in a position where they can, you know, if they're wrong, lose, you know, whatever, a ton, a ton of, ton of money on it. So, you know, sometimes you got to kind of dig into that and figure out, you know, is that a Vegas opinion or is that protecting themselves against like a particular side? Except, yeah. I, right? I think there's definitely inflation in the green Bay to win the division and total wins lines just baked in there because they're going to be a pick as long as Rogers is around. So, um, I don't think that's what the Vegas thinks the true percentage is. They know that it's going to get bet, so they're they're inflating it right. to take less of a risk. Right, right. I would agree with that. He's worth he's worth four wins on his own, you know, or more. Yeah. Yeah, and and to Chalky's point though, he is a guy that seems more likely to than a like a Tom Brady that we kind of thought would to fall off the cliff to all of a sudden just be like, well, where's the Aaron Rodgers that we saw last year? I mean, he's taking psychedelics or smoking peyote or whatever. He's a weird, he's a weird dude. He's got long hair now. I mean, he's just, I don't know what any of that's going to do, but you know, obviously he's he's back to back MVP. (laughs) So it's not nothing that is affecting him yet for sure. But, uh, yeah, you you can't count on that for anybody else. I haven't seen any cracks in his his armor yet. His mind right now. So it's just, you know, he sees the he anticipates the throws better than anybody in the league right now. So yeah, um, no, but Rod, it's insane how those throws he makes. All right, let's move to the and I kind of think I know where at least three of the four are going. But let's move to the NFC West here. We'll start with Jason. Yeah, so what's one of my strongest plays is is going to be the Niners at plus one fifty to win the the West. Um. You know, uh, the first six games of their schedule are very easy, and that's going to that's going to be a, you know uh, enable them to ease Lance into the into the lineup here. Um, we've seen what Shanahan did with Colin Kaepernick, who's a god awful quarterback, but he he went to the Super Bowl with him. I mean, Shanahan loves these quarterbacks, the running quarterbacks, to, out of the pistol. Um, you know, I just think uh, I I think. You know, I mentioned Garoppolo earlier. I don't think, you know, I get on Garoppolo as much as anybody. But he's not really a bad quarterback. But he's also probably not the quarterback that uh, Shanahan wants. And I think this is the type of quarterback that Shanahan wants. And it will make his offense go the way, you know, the way he could he could, he could, could do it. So, um, 
I'm strong on the 49ers. Meeker, how about yourself? I'm going with the Rams uh, to win the division. Um, Niners second, Arizona and Seattle. Um, I just, I mean, I know San Fran is a good team, especially defensively. I don't know too, I don't just don't know enough about Lance to say that they're going to be a Super Bowl contender this year. I don't know that it would change my opinion if Garoppolo was their starter, but I mean, I just have to go with, you know, the team that won the Super Bowl and just kind of yeah, stick let me, with let it. Me, Mika, let me ask you a question. If yeah. if um, the Niners beat the Rams in that to title game, which well, they were what, an easy drop to interception away from yeah. winning that game, yeah. and the Niners go on to the Super Bowl and whether they win or does your opinion change? Because remember, they, they should have won that game. They dropped yeah. an interception. Yeah. Um, no. It doesn't change only because I'm I'm just not I'm not saying I'm not a fan of Trey Lancer. I don't know enough about the guy to know he was going to be successful. I mean Shanahan has done a great job with quarterbacks in the past, but you know, how often do we see rookie quarterbacks take a team to a Super Bowl? I don't think I've ever seen it. So I'm going to have to stick with the veterans, uh, the team that won the Super Bowl. I'm just going to go with the Rams. They're my pick to win the division. I think San Fran is a good team, but. As we've been talking about with quarterbacks, sometimes as the team goes, quarterbacks go, the team goes. And, and I think this year it's going to be a little bit more of a struggle than everyone thinks. Yeah, and, I, transition. and it's funny because I, I tend to agree with a lot of what you just said, it, where Lance is kind of the wild card. You, you, it's hard to it's hard to predict, but I, I am going with the Niners as well. Um, I believe, I think Shanahan's one of the best coaches in the league. Uh, you know, at times he can kind of, some of his decision makes the play calling could be odd, especially in you know you go back a couple of years in the Super Bowl and you go back in the uh, couple of the other games. But um, when he was the coordinator with the Falcons, of course. But I, I just think he's a great coach. He, he just knows his play calling, his blocking schemes are just just unbelievable. Um, so if there is a guy who can make Trey Lance look like a veteran, I think it is Shanahan. But it is concerning that a rookie quarterback can take a team that far so that you know but in those games where maybe lance doesn't perform i do think their defense is good enough to kind of carry them and hold them at bay and maybe only need one play from trey lance which he he's definitely capable of doing so I'm yeah if, if i could jump in there too tom because i failed to mention their front seven is probably the best in football so you know i i definitely failed to mention their defense i know meeker brought them up but Totally agree. I mean, their their defense is a huge part of this as well. I think the right, Rams then, have added added a couple pieces too in the off season. I'm not going to say they're better. You can't really can you say the team that won the Super Bowl? You can, I guess. But uh, in the end, I think they've made some replacements. You know, they've put in some pieces where they lost some pieces, and I think that they'll be just as good. Let's put it that way. We'll yeah, see. I just find it hard to see like you know Cup having a season like he did last year. Nah, I mean, there's no way he could again. be right. Yeah. So there's a lot of things that um, they did last year that I just don't know if they can replicate. And they had a lot of good injury luck last year, also. And yeah. You know? So. So and uh, all right, I guess Chalky, we haven't moved to right. Uh, in order: Forty Niners, uh, Rams, Cardinals, and Seahawks. All right, my best prediction of the day was saying three of the four were going to go with the Niners. There we go. So we got Niners and the Rams. So. Um, What's funny with with all these picks so far, it's kind of 
one or two teams. We don't really, there's nobody that's really seeing, you know, these crazy teams coming out of it, which kind of, it's, it's hard to say because the NFL every year, you, you do see like a weird team, you know, win a division, but well, we'll see. Now let's move on to the last division, the NFC East. Uh, this will be a hot topic throughout the season, I'm sure. So let's move on. So we'll move on to, we'll go with Meeker first since he's a, a Saints fan. Well, look, I'm actually high on the Eagles this year. Uh, I think, I, I don't know that they'll win the division. I'm actually going to take Dallas to win the division. Uh, but I think they're a playoff team. I think they're a good team. But we'll go back to what we've been talking about the whole time. Is Jalen Hurts your answer? I really don't know that he is. Um, and they don't really have much of another option, you know. So this is the put up or shut up year for Hurts. And I think we'll know if he's the, the guy within the first half of the season. I don't know that they'll make a move at any point if they're like five and four or four and five. But um, I think he's steady enough to get them to the playoffs. My question is when he plays a team in the playoffs that has a really good defense who, you know, it's do or die in that game. Does he step up or does he become Jalen Hurts from last year in the playoffs? And they put good pieces around them. I think they're a better team than they were last year, who was a playoff team already. But I think I still think Dallas is still the class by yeah, by an inch uh, in that division. So I'm going to go Dallas, Eagles, Giants, Washington. Okay. And uh, Chalky, let's move on to you. I mean, I want to love the Eagles. I think they got better in a lot of spots, including all three levels uh, of the defense. Um their schedule was easy last year, but this year they're they're third, so they're not really getting that much more difficult. Um, I don't think I, th- I don't think Dallas got better than last year, so that gap is closed. But like you were saying before, I think it comes down to quarterback, and right now I'm taking Dak over Jalen Hurts, so uh, I will give the slight edge to Dallas and take them uh, as finishing first, uh, Eagles second, um, probably Washington third, and and the Giants. So, uh, you know, Giants couldn't struggle but i'm interested to see what uh what dabble does uh with that offense maybe daniel jones isn't terrible um but we'll see yeah, he's, so, terrible. he's terrible he's terrible <laughs> so then they probably finished in last um but so that's my order and jason you know this is a tough one for me um i you know i i, I agree a lot with with meeker was saying earlier I'm going to pick the Eagles to win the division. And I, again, I think they're a huge public team this year. Um, but what I, my point is, and again, it's kind of what Meeker said, I think there's a lot of winnable regular season games for them that they'll win. But my question is when Hertz has to make throws in the playoffs, you know, I don't, I don't think he can. So while I think they can win the division and they're plus 160 versus Dallas is plus 140, by the smallest of margins, I would I would go with the Eagles, but you know I'm not I don't have a lot of confidence in it. But but again, I I just don't think they go far in the playoffs at all. Yeah, if it, if this if there was a way you can bet for none of the teams to win the division, this this would be the division that I would make that bet. Um, I you know I picked the Eagles by default. I, you know what's what's the stat? No team in the NFC East has as a repeat division winner since. 2003, 2004. Yeah, whether that's a real wow. stat or not, uh, or it's just by luck, um, you know, just circumstance. But it is crazy that no team has repeated in the division for 20 years. So that eliminates Dallas. 
And then, I mean, <laughs> the Giants, you know, if, if, if I was the quarterback of the Giants, I would say I, I have a shot to win the division. Since Daniel Jones is the quarterback, I say they have no shot to win the division. Well, I, what I think will be interesting there is I think Dable's going to try to use Jones like he used Josh, Josh Allen. Yeah, right? the He's thing gonna... is, if you remember, it took time though with allen it wasn't, yeah and i'm you know, not a fan at all but i think you'll get a lot of running like he's going to run the ball a lot i don't know if there's any bets out there for him running in you know running touchdowns and rushing yards and stuff but i think you're going to see a lot of that with with with, with that that offense this year. yeah and I, I agree i just it's just and then washington i mean wow. another team okay you're going to take wentz i mean ugh. he's already seen nobody likes him and I don't know. I can't. I just can't do it. Their ownership's a mess. So they I said he was mi- he was missing guys wildly in air drills, which n- you know nobody's covering yeah, guys he, in air I, drills. So. I don't see that going well for them. I actually think they might end up being the worst team in the division. Um, so, so, like I said, question, I ca- quick question, real fast. I mean, if we all think the Eagles are going to make the playoffs, if the Eagles get bounced in the first round of the playoffs, is that it for Hertz? Does yes. he have to win a playoff game to keep for me? The job, it is. I think it's going to be one of those things you gotta watch, you gotta see. I mean, I mean yeah. if they go, if they revert, I mean, they, they they took a league that throws the ball and said our quarterback can't throw, so let's start running the football. I mean, if they got to do that again and make the playoffs and even win at the playoff game by doing that, I, I think that's yeah. your answer. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm inclined to say yes. I mean, look, they've they've they're stocking up on on picks with the either chance to make a move in the draft or to trade for somebody on another team that wants out. I mean, you know, if he has a tremendous year and the defense just stinks and they lose in the first round because of that, then he's coming you know, up on but... a contract. You're not paying it. You're not going to give him a contract. There's no chance no. unless, unless he goes out there and fires, you know, all of a sudden looks if, great. If, if, if he gets, if they get to the playoffs with little progression from last year, no, I don't see them trying to bring him back. I agree. I agree. Well, let's, let's move on. Cause we're, we're, we're going long and we, we still have a lot to cover here. So, Let's run through our conference winners. Who who's going to win each conference? Who's going to make the play, uh, Super Bowl? And then ultimately, wh- what Super Bowl matchups and Super Bowl winners are we going to see? We'll kick it off with Chalky. Who in the AFC is coming out? I, I think I know the answer. Uh, I'll give you two teams: Chargers and the Colts. All right. And I... uh, play. You can play championship game exactas with those with each other. Also, uh, I'd say with uh, Buffalo. Championship, okay, got gotcha. to make the to make the championship. Championship, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Meeker, how about yourself? Uh, I like to see the game that should have happened last year in the AFC Championship, and that's Buffalo and Cincinnati, with Buffalo winning that game. Buffalo and Jason. I have to agree with Chalky here. I, I'm I'm Chargers and Colts. I mean, that's my AFC Championship game. All right, and I am. Uh, I hate to do it, but let I, me I, let me give the odds too. Chargers are plus five fifty, and Colts are plus twelve hundred. Well, yes, thank you. How about uh, Buffalo? Because that was another one of our our guys. They were the favorite, I think. Right? Buffalo yeah. is plus two seventy five. All right, and then uh, so I have Indy as well at at plus twelve hundred. And um, when you hear who my NFC team is, this this my AFC AFC team. Other AFC team will make sense, and it's it's a longest shot you can really do. It's the New England Patriots. Um, I'm high on them this year, and and I I think I ran through it before. I, I'm a I'm a f- sports are kind of fixed in a certain way, and there's storylines that that they want, um, and you'll hear why in a second. So we um, and the New England is plus twenty two hundred to to you know get there. So um, pretty crazy. Uh, let's move on to the NFC. We'll start with Meeker. Is it the Saints? No, no, I'm not going to go that far. But 
I do have, again, I mean, I know it's a chalky pick, but I think the Rams are going back to the Super Bowl this year, but I don't think they'll win it. Um, and the long shot, it's not really a long shot because I think they're a decent team, good playoff team, that to make it to the NFC Championship is Dallas. So I'm going to go the Rams over Dallas in the NFC Championship. I'm sure that that game, or if you can get a line on that, will probably get you know, decent odds because Dallas would be in the game. Dallas shouldn't be... I'm, I'm sure their odds are not good to make the NFC Championship. I'll tell you what. They won't. Maybe I'm picking them to be sure that they suck. Let, let me let me talk to Tommy after this podcast, and we'll come up with some some odds for you. Um, yeah, I I might have to bring my uh, my book back from high school. Yeah, I, don't, I might have to. I just don't think I don't think any of the NF, NFC teams are extremely dominant. I think any team can make as many of those years that maybe one of those teams just get there. You know, they don't really deserve to be there. They they win a game they shouldn't win. Maybe Dallas is that team this year. Yeah, I, with that coach, it's t- they're tough to tough to take. Well, you know, as soon as he loses his job, Sean Payton run, runs to Dallas. Uh, next, next year, day. Payton is definitely there. I <laughs> they might, they might, they might lose the Super Bowl on a field goal, and Sean Payton is still their coach next year. <laughs> it's true. Uh, Jason, how about yourself? So I'm Niners plus seven fifty and Vikings plus eighteen hundred. And then let me just give you some Super Bowl matchups that I thought had some decent value. Yeah, so actually, tra- let's move back to Mika real quick. Who, who, what was your ultimate Super Bowl matchup, and who wins it? It was Buffalo and Rams, Buffalo winning. Buffalo winning. Okay. Yeah. Jason, go ahead. Yeah, so um, I'm going to give you four matchups. Chargers versus 49ers is plus 7,000, so it's 70 to 1. Chargers versus Vikings is plus 180, or 18,000, that's 180 to 1. Colts versus 49ers is plus 110,000, so 110 to 1. And then Colts versus Vikings is 250 to 1. So a lot of value there on those Super Bowl matchups. The least watched Super Bowl ever, that would be. All right, and I, I actually have the Vikings as one of my teams at plus 1,800, and then my, my Super Bowl winner, I believe, and, uh, you know, again, it's a storyline, is Tampa Bay. I think Brady goes out. Oh, please. Brady goes out, wins the Super Bowl, rides on his horse, retires for real this time. Um, oh. And I have them playing, you know, Indianapolis, like I said, at plus 1,100, or Tampa Bay, New England, Super Bowl, Plus twenty, plus twenty. Was it uh, twenty thousand? Sports is fixed, Tommy. Sports is fixed. Yeah, Belichick, <laughs> Brady, Super Bowl. Mark my words. Brady ultimately wins it as the QB one, holds the Lombardi <laughs> Trophy over Belichick's head. That he retires, and then Belichick wins the Super Bowl next year. Chalky. <laughs> well, if you're a conspiracy theorist, you could argue the league is going to try to screw Brady after that whole Miami thing. Uh, one team for me, San Francisco, and Jason already gave the two matchups out have Indy San Francisco uh, LA Chargers San Francisco but the title game you can play San Francisco with Rams uh, and the Bucks in in those exactas but uh, San Francisco for me all right well I think that was uh, does anybody have I know we we kind of I gave out a couple anybody have like a crazy long shot that that could win the Super Bowl with some crazy pl- odds are we all kind of just where we're at with, with our picks I mean, you know, New England was one of them for me. That was pretty wild to win the Super Bowl. Um, I don't my, even have their yeah. odds. I think Vegas would blow up. I was just going to say my longest shot is the Colts at plus 2,500. So it's 25 right. to 1. Yep, we had that. Niners had that. are 1,600, 16 to 1. And then Chargers are 1,200, 12 to 1. Yeah, another important thing to remember with these these bets, like you like a Tampa or you like the Niners, you like the Colts. You know, a team goes out and they're 1 and 3. 
well, those odds will will skyrocket. So you know, you're not not that you want your your team that you predict to win the Super Bowl to have a start bad start, but something to keep an eye on because you could definitely get even more value if you you still think that you know something whatever the case may be that they're still going to be logical to win. There's a crazy here's a crazy bet I just plugged into DraftKings before we jumped on here. So we all like Indy, we all like Minnesota to win the division. You can parlay Indy, Minnesota, maybe two other division winners that aren't so long shots, but I used the Saints and the Rams. 5,761. That's not too bad. That's really good. <laughs> That's yeah. 57 to 1. You throw yeah. 100 bucks on that. I mean, you know. It's I a, like that. Yeah, like there's that. there's a lot I'll of good bets like that. that on DraftKings where even if you have a strong no opinion on a team, you get a yes no bet on three or four teams, will they all make the playoffs? So you can. You can cash there because no is people tend to bet yes on those kind of bets yeah so and they're, no they're fun bets because they're season long you yeah. have something you have something every week um but before we move to the props uh any any um who, playoff teams who's going to make a playoff um you know not, we don't need the obvious teams with tampas whatever but um, well, hold on. Did, did, we, we didn't all do super bowl winners so i didn't get mine oh what, go ahead didn't? i thought yeah i could have swore you said go ahead oh no i i, I i'm I would bet both Indianapolis and Chargers to win the Super Bowl. So, so AFC wins the AFC, Super Bowl. Yeah. All right. Um, with the playoffs. So, you know, I alluded to Carolina was a team that, um, and I think Jason agreed that um, I, I could see not being popular but making the playoffs. Um, and I think you have four to one or so when I looked. Um, Meeker, did you have anybody that was kind of unpopular but could make the playoffs? I guess the Saints are unpopular. Because I, I think they're going to win the division. I think they'll definitely make the playoffs. I think they should have made the playoffs last year, but of course they ran into some bad luck with injuries. Uh, in the AFC, what's the odds? Go ahead, I'll look it up. Go ahead. To make yeah. the, the division is three ten. Playoffs, yes, plus one twenty five. Plus one twenty five. Okay. Division's three ten though, so I like those numbers. Uh, and in the AFC, I think the Raiders make the playoffs. I don't know if that's an unpopular pick. Yeah, it is for me. Plus one sixty, yeah. I would put my mortgage on the no at minus two hundred. <laughs> so yeah, I think the Raiders make the playoffs. But other than that, we've talked about all the teams that we that are going to make it. So I don't yeah, think and some of the really logical unpopular. teams. I mean, you can't really bet. You know, their, their odds are too crazy to, to bet. Jason, how about yourself? Yeah, so the two teams I gave you were Jacksonville. Um, I have a plus four fifty to make the playoffs, plus eight hundred to win the division. Carolina plus three fifty to make the playoffs, and plus nine hundred to win the division. And then also for the win over unders, um, Jacksonville uh, over six and a half wins at plus one ten, and then Carolina over six and a half wins at minus one ten. So those are my long shot teams. And are we talking win uh, over and under and wins too. Well, I mean, as my long shot teams, if you have a couple. Go ahead, Chalky. Uh, I, I mean, my playoff teams, you're all laying except for uh, New England. So New England's the only plus, uh, plus 160. That's the only plus. So if you call a long shot, probably not. But that's the only, uh, that's the longest shot I have as far as price in the playoffs. And how about anybody um, have an opinion on a team not to make the playoffs? That's a decent, you know, is Cincinnati, something like that. Somebody that you, you obviously, there's almost a guarantee that you would want to go against. Hmm. Yeah, I don't. I I didn't come up with any anyone. 
I mean, I'm, you know, it, it minus, it's minus one seventy five, but I'm having no on Miami for under yeah. under and not to make the playoffs. I thought the um, Titans were only minus one twenty. No, I thought that was pretty good value to go against the Titans. Yeah. I mean, that division though could be bad. That's my only issue, right? I mean, right, if I'm wrong, that division is not going to get the wild card. So right, but no they could get. Niners? So they have what's to win. The, the what's division. the odds on no on the Niners? Since like, everyone here loves it. It was only like minus two 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 twenty, which I thought was a little. A little low. The um, no on the, the no on the 49ers to make the playoffs is plus one seventy five. Yeah. Right now, all oh yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. No, I, yeah. I the, the other the other no for me, we were you know, which and this would be under on the win bets is is Denver. That's a, a no for the playoffs for Denver is plus one twenty. So yeah, I, I, I like that's a good one too. I like that one. Uh, so Chris, about I, the, the win bets. I mean, we all like Minnesota. There are nine, nine wins for Minnesota. Yeah, I was gonna say you had a couple opinions sounded like on the over unders on teams. Lo- love that. Specify. Love that. I love the under on Washington 8. Yeah. Washington yeah, at 8 high. right now. But that's a weak uh, division, too. You know, that, that plays a factor in it, I'm sure. Is it weak, though? Weak, I mean, I mean. But you know, Dallas and the Eagles, I mean, they're, right. you know, they're going to they could possibly lose all four of those games. Right. You know, so. But anyway, oh, I, I'm, I'm down on Washington big time. So I'm, I'm under on that. I kind of like under on the Bears because I think they're possibly the worst team in the nfl and they're mm-hmm. six and a half uh so maybe you just parlay all this stuff and throw it in and see what that gets you but i, I certainly think minnesota uh is much better than a nine wins and i think the saints are better than eight and a half i mean we're basically saying the saints are just a 500 team or better so um i would i would take those that's that's my bets for those, those are good ones wins. i like them yeah. and how about uh jason or chalky anything that kind of stands out to you before we move on no mika brought up a couple of good ones with chicago that's they i think that though them or atlanta are going to be the worst team in football um i, I unfortunately i don't have their their win over unders but um Atlanta's five yeah yeah i mean they, they're they're going for they're going for what bryce young i guess um or whoever's going to be the number one quarterback coming out but yeah those two teams the, the only other one I, I would throw in that hasn't been mentioned is the Giants are at seven, and if we think they're as bad as we're saying, then under seven at minus one ten might be a might be a play there. Um, yeah, they probably it's hard, it's tough. You got to look at the schedule too. I yeah, mean, you, I did that. There's the a, Giants, lot of sharp, a lot of sharp probably, lines I think that are right there. So yeah, it's, they you know, probably play the Jets. They probably play Jacksonville. They probably you know what I mean. You yeah, their last play schedule. Right, you're going yeah. through their schedule, so that that does make the these over unders tough. Yeah, and I would say I don't have them win the division, so I think the Eagles are a 9-10 at the most 11-win team. They're over-under right now in DraftKings. It's 9.5 it's at plus 125 to go under. Yeah, it's, it's close to at, that, so it's it a little... It started 8.5, but they, they've gotten hit pretty hard. In yeah, I mean, that, that gap to win the division closed dramatically. I think now is much more close to reality than what it started at. The only but, thing with the over-under bets, too, is, I mean, they're season-long, which are always fun because you have something, but they're all, like, minus... They're, they're fair bet, minus 110, minus yeah. 120. And then, you know, you're not, not getting fun odds. Now, if you start parlaying with other teams, you can... Like yeah, that's about, why those multi bets, and then you get the week week eighteen, and they're sitting a guy because they don't need to win a game, and they're yeah. Nine so you almost lose need on a, that. So that you almost need a cu- be feel confident yeah. with a game cushion too, just in case. All right, let's move on because we're we're running short on time here. Um, let's move right to the props. We don't have to go crazy about the um, about in depth, but we want to we want to throw them out there just so we get everybody's opinions. Let's let's start let's start with the big one MVP. Jason, what do you think? 
I'll give you three guys. Uh, I'm going to give you Herbert, who's going to be a chalky pick, but you know he's only ten to one. Uh, Matt Ryan at thirty-five to one. I thought it was great value, and then I, Trey I, Lance. I like that one. Yeah, and Trey Lance at forty to one. I mean, if he, you know, if he does what, what I think he may be able to do, forty to one may be great value on him. How about Meeker? Well, my pick for MVP is is really chalky. It's Josh Allen because I think. Buffalo is going to win the Super Bowl. Uh, I think he's 900, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, my second pick was Herbert, which I guess is chalky, but I don't really consider it chalky. I mean, I think but it's Vegas a stretch. It Vegas does. Yeah, which yeah. is usually what we I don't use know. I don't to, to calculate chalk and yeah. odds. Well, he was my second pick. And if you want to, like, a, the longer shot, I'm going to go Dalvin Cook. And I know running backs don't tend to win, you know, uh, MVPs, but I think he's 2,000 at the moment. So I'm going to take Dalvin Cook. I think he's going to have a monster year. Yeah, um, the quarterbacks are going to win the MVP. Chalky? Yeah, yeah Justin Herbert's co-fourth choice on that straight chalk, but uh, for me, Justin Herbert, Trey Lance. I'm going to give you one pick. One. Can't Tom wait. Br- Tom Brady <laughs> is going to be the MVP plus 800. They got the seventh easy, easiest schedule. And nothing we talked about um, this so far is the NFL is putting the emphasis on illegal contact penalties, which is all we need yeah, more penalties, absolutely. right? Um, so those Love quarterbacks them. that are inherently get yardage are going to get even more yardage. The ones that get the calls are going to get even more calls. They're the ones that have the big the big uh, receivers like, like – uh, um, Herbert, who or not Herbert Burrow, who has Chase, is going to get a lot of calls with those type of guys. So I feel like that's where you want to look for MVP. But I'm going with the narrative Brady into the sunset MVP. All right, how about offensive player of the year? Chalky, we'll start with you. Well, you jumped the gun on my offensive player of the year angle with the uh, illegal contact being a point of focus. Uh, <laughs> my two are I gave Justin Jefferson on an earlier episode. He was 25 to one at the time. Now he's on the 20. I still think it's worth a bet. And the other is Jamar Chase at 30 to 1. All right, Jason. I'll give you three guys. They're all going to be running backs because, like Tommy said, running backs do not win MVP, but they usually win player of the year offensive. So Christian McCaffrey, 25 to 1. If he stays healthy, I think that's a great value in him. Uh, Dalvin Cook, Meeker mentioned for MVP. I don't think that's happening, but 30 to 1 on offensive player of the year, I think is a great value on him. And then a longer shot is Austin Eckler, 50 to 1 uh, with that Chargers offense. You know, if they put up the points that they, they I think they could put up, um, I think 50 to 1 is awesome value in him. All right. And Meeker? Josh Allen, again, because if he's going to win MVP, he's definitely going to have a shot of offense, offensive. No, they won't get Hold on. I, I got to stop you there because there's, there's not as much a correlation as you think between MVP. They usually. But go Never. ahead. Finish up. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't want to interrupt. I'm going to say, like, it, but he's gone. I mean, he also runs you know, like 800 yards a year too. So, I mean, it's going to be hard to overlook. Anyway, Dalvin Cook, you know, I already picked that. Jefferson, you picked, so you stole my thunder with that. So I don't have anything to add because you guys already took the guys. And yes, uh, quarterback I, can win that. I, I got to talk about why Josh Allen will not win. He will not win. Okay. No, he's not going to win. That'll be another uh, bet I book. Um, I'm just going to give you one guy from each tagger. So I'm going to go with Debo. So you said running backs win. I mean, he he runs the ball. He catches the ball. I see a lot of yardage from with Trey Lance. Um, I think they're going to have some goofy plays, a, a lot of touches for Debo. Um, so I'm going with Debo at 10-1. to 1. All right, let's move on. Let's go to defensive player of the year. We'll start with uh, 
uh, chalky. I don't remember now. That's all right. Uh, I'll give you three guys. Uh, health is always an issue, but uh, I'll give you uh, each of the Bosa brothers. Uh, Nick is 15 to 1. Joey, well, we like the same teams. I mean, come on, we're running with the same guys. How are you Nick, feeling about your picks now, Jason? Nah, I don't feel good. Nick, I'm Nick, sorry. Nick, Nick, Tommy's going to book everybody. Nick is 15 to 1. Joey is 20 to 1. And uh, the chalk of that group, uh, Mike, Micah Parsons at 10 to 1. All right. Um, How about Meeker? Bosa was my pick. Nick Bosa, not no, Joey not Bosa. No. So, <laughs> so no. I got him. But the long shot is Bobby Wagner. Let's take a long shot with him. New team, new situation. I know he's a little old, but yes. who's who's gonna pay? Is Social Security gonna give him the award? <laughs> but he, um, he, he's he's at fifty one. Some guys that aren't in the league anymore. It looks like when I'm taking 5, a, checking the list. Five thousand. Look, we're never gonna we're never be, gonna knock a, fi- the, a plus five thousand. So you don't have shot, to be the best player in the defense. Sometimes that helps guys in defense. Tyron Matthews there at sixty to one. I'm surprised that wasn't the long shot. But and Jason, who we got here, Bosa? Uh, unfortunately, the Bosa brothers, <laughs> fifteen for Nick and twenty for Joey. All right, and I'll give you my one, Chase Young, at yeah. uh, plus two thousand. Who you know will get to come back player of the year? Who probably has a shot just because it's a fake award. Um, but Chase Young plus two thousand. All right, let's move to touchdowns. Total touchdowns. We'll run through these. Uh, passing. Total touchdowns. Passing. Meeker, what do you think? Touchdowns. Passing. Where did I? I guess I didn't even pick that. Uh, so I didn't write that down. Just say, but just say Josh off Allen. the top of my just head. On my head, we're going to go with. How about Justin Herbert? That's an easy pick. Chalk. He's the, he's the chalk. He's All the right, chalk. he didn't have a pick. So move on. We don't have a lot of time here. Jason. I'll give you three guys: uh, Kirk Cousins at twenty to one, Matt Ryan at forty to one, and then a little bit of a chalky pick. But I think Mahomes at nine hundred, nine to one, tons of value there. He's like the fourth, you know, he's fourth in 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 um, in odds there. He could win. All right, chalky. Joe Burrow nine to one. Joe Burrow and mine. I actually agree with Jason with the two long shots that that he mentioned in uh, Cousins and uh, Ryan. But my pick is Tom Brady. Tom Brady, of course. Plus six fifty. <laughs> How about rushing, Jason? What do you think? Rushing touchdowns. I'll give you three as well. I'm going to give you Dalvin Cook at uh, ten to one. Javante Williams for the Broncos. Uh, he's going to get the bulk of the carries. Yeah, I, heard very, I heard a lot of good things about him. Yeah, 20 to 1 is great value on him. And I'm going to give you a very long shot. If the New England Patriots trade Damian Harris and Ramadre Stevenson gets the ball at 50 to 1, there's some value. He, he already touches the ball a lot in the red zone. Yeah. So, so 50 um, to 1, that's my long shot there. All right, I'm going to go with the uh, Joe Mixon at 9 to 1. I think uh, Cincinnati will throw the ball a lot, get in the red zone. Mixon will get some touches. Uh, Meeker, we have a pick from you. Cook, because you know, I'm high on him. Uh, long shot, you, I don't you, know if You're he's high on shot. something else. but uh. Yeah, I wish. Austin Eckler would be my long shot if he's a long shot. Uh, what are his odds? Well, I think they're 15, 1,500, somewhere around there. you got to look at it. I didn't look. I didn't write this down. I know that uh, – <laughs> <laughs> I don't write all this stuff down that you guys do, but don't get I'm the ball get in the red zone. Sister don't Bernard score a lot of points. You. <laughs> You're not doing your homework. Chalky, what do you think? Touchdown. Derrick Henry, plus 650. Ooh, Derrick Henry. All right, moving on. Yards. We'll start with rushing on this one. Rushing yards. We'll go to Meeker. We have a pick. 
Dalvin Cook's a thousand, so I'm taking him number one. Nick Chubb is my second, and he is also a thousand. I guess they have the same odds. So I'm going to take Cook Chubb. All right, and since you guys can't see the video, I saw Jason with some sort of uh, look. Yeah, um, I mean, I, so we'll go with Jason. I had Chubb <laughs> ten to one. He's not winning now. And then Javante Williams twenty to one. All right, chalky. Straight chalk. Uh, straight chalk. Jonathan Taylor plus four fifty. I'm going to go with Najee Harris, Pittsburgh. He's a workhorse as a rookie. I see that team not being good, rushing the ball. They don't have a quarterback. Najee Harris, 14-1. to 1. All right, how about uh, we'll go to receiving yards. Jason. Give you two guys. Jerry Judy for Denver, 25-1. to 1, And then Michael Pittman for the Colts at 35-1. to 1. Yeah, Pittman, I heard uh, – he was in camp, was getting tons of touch. You know, it's camp, but yeah, his touches have gone up. Um, so it's I like that one. Uh, Meeker. Well, Jefferson is a chalky pick, of course. They're, he's 800. Um, longer shot, C.D. Lamb, uh, 1,400. Thinking, and <laughs> he's the he's the top option now. Cooper's gone. And now chalky. Uh, so my Jefferson offensive player that he was predicated on, he could maybe win two of the three categories. So he he's my top choice. Uh, but also Stefan Diggs, fourteen to one. All right, and I had Chase on this one. I kind of went chalky on that. I see him getting the ball a ton. Um, the penalty changes. Like he, they're just going to keep going to him. All right, so we have a couple more. Let's move to a quarterbacks interception. Who's going to throw the most interceptions as a quarterback? This is a fun one. You always like the route to. Um, to make uh, guys look bad. I mean, that's fun for me, at least. So, Chalky, what do you think? The first name that came to my head was uh, Zach Wilson, and he's the favorite, so I'm not taking him, and he might not play the whole yeah, season. Yeah, he might be banged up now, yeah. so you got to watch. So uh, I'll go with some of the other. I'll give you three. Yeah. Mills, Davis Mills, 10-1, to 1, Justin Fields, 10-1, to 1, and the one and only Jameis Winston at 13-1. to 1. So much value on that. Yeah, and I'll, I'll piggyback on that. Eating W's. Jameson Winston as my my pick for most interceptions. How about you, Meeker? Uh, I'm gonna go Trevor Lawrence. He's a uh, ten to one, and then Jared Goff twenty to one. Got to think that Detroit's gonna be behind in most games. I like that one. He likes to throw the ball the other uniform. And how about you, Jason? Yeah, I have three guys. I like all of these guys. Uh, I think Josh Allen at thirty to one is great value. Um, Dable's gone, so I think they're gonna throw the ball more, and he. Takes chances. Joe Burrow at twenty to one is another guy who takes chances. And then Mariota, the, the Atlanta plays the toughest pass defense schedule in the NFL. And if he plays the whole year at thirty to one, there's tons of value there. Yeah, I guess his concern would be if he plays the whole year, if they take him out. Yeah, that's um, what some of these guys that they're, if they're so bad, they're going to put somebody else in. They're like going to be down the whole game, every yeah. game. He's going to yeah. be throwing the ball. Uh, um, and then, uh, all right, we have about five more minutes, so let's let's go to um, kind of the final segment. We we do uh, what every show is a best. Uh, Jason, you have one more thing. Yeah, I have you passing yards, yards for yeah. passing oh. yards for for NFL quarterbacks. Oh, uh-huh. my, I'm sorry. That's why that's why you guys are here. Who do who do we have? We'll go with you, Jason. You seem eager. I am eager. Um, <laughs> I think Trevor Lawrence at thirty to one. I think they're gonna they may be down a lot, and I think Peterson's gonna. It's going to have a positive effect on Lawrence. Um, again, Kirk Cousins at 18 to 1, and then Mahomes at 8 to 1. You know, I, I think uh, people are going to be down on Mahomes because Hill's gone, and 
we already mentioned what, what Andy Reid does. So, all right, Meeker. Uh, yards passing. So David Carr, uh, Derek Carr. Excuse me, Derek Carr. Uh, Ten to one is my pick. Dak Prescott would be my second choice at fourteen to one. Chalky. Chalky Herbert, six and a half to one. All right, and I'm I'm gonna drop I'm gonna drop the mic on this one. Tom Brady for Tom passing Brady. yards. There it is. Tom Brady. Uh, and he was, I think, around eight to one. And actually, as I look at my notes, I don't know what I was thinking because we have two more awards to go through. How about uh, comeback player of the year? Um, this is one that I, I I always think is like a, is odd because they're they're great players. They get hurt for three games and then they're eligible to win comeback player of the year. So it's tough. Meeker, what do you think? MT, no doubt. Michael Thomas. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, it, this is, it's always a weird one because Burrow played like four games, got hurt, and then he's comeback player of the year. He didn't have anything to come back from. Uh, so along those lines in your Jacksonville picks, I'm going to go with Travis uh, ATN at 25 to 1. Let's go on. Jason. Christian McCaffrey, plus 750. Love that one. Yeah, I mean, I think to me, there's two guys. There's, there's McCaffrey or Derrick Henry because Derrick Henry's in the category and he's the favorite. I mean, if he has. A half a year that he ever has, he, he wins it easily. So and McCaffrey, is in the category because he's in it on DraftKings? Yeah, he's eligible. He's yeah, he's eligible. He's, there's, he's no, eligible. there's no definition in the league as to what yeah. qualifies. So. He, yeah. he got that, out. At, he left silly. at week eight, so he's eligible. It's in there. That's why I said this is always a kind of a strange one, and it goes to a yeah. guy that is the best, like an MVP caliber player. And you, just you, call, you called out Chase Young. I, I don't know how many games he's going to play, but if he plays most of the season, I think he's a good Good pick yeah, he was one, one that too, I mentioned. It, right. just, it just wasn't one that I, I just didn't know if he was going to get to like 13 games. It's just a tough one. But let's finish this off with uh, Coach of the Year. Chalky, Coach of the Year. Uh, whichever the rookie coaches you like best, I don't have a really strong opinion. That's what we here, asked. That's yeah, what we'll we'll there. So we'll go, we'll go with um, Minnesota O'Connell, is it? Or, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And Meeker. Yeah, I have to agree. I'm going to go with O'Connell too. We're all high on Minnesota. Jason. Doug Peterson, eighteen to one. Kyle Shanahan, twenty to one. Frank Reich, twenty to one. All right, and I'm going to stick with my theme, so the everybody will hate the NFL when Brady wins the MVP and Bill <laughs> Belichick wins Coach of the Year. There it is. The lit. It's the worst year for all the haters. Um, Belichick, who was pretty big odds, I don't have in front of me at the moment. Um, but let's finish this off quickly um, with a best bet segment. Is there a best bet prop that that we didn't mention? that you want to make uh, Meeker. Do you have one to share? I actually shared it. I mean, I love that to, to, to win the division saints Rams, Indy, Minnesota, it's 5,761. If you plug it into DraftKings right now, of course that's going to change any day. So if you want to jump on it now, jump on it now. All right. I like it. So nice parlay. How about you chalky? Anything? Yeah. DraftKings reset me. So I don't have the exact odds, but they have a prop bet on uh, longest field goal a season over under 62 and a half yards. There's only eight field goals in NFL history and some have been recent, but hammer the under on longest field goal under 62 and a half yards. All right. And if there's a prop bet on longest punt, I take the over because that kid that came from the draft is punting the ball 90 yards in the air. So that might be one that you want to go over. How about you, Jason? So I love this bet. It's Adam Thielen for most receptions with O'Connell going there and hopefully Thielen is their uh, Cooper Cup and 65 to 1. I think that's huge value in Thielen. All right. And I'm going to finish on one that we didn't talk about. Mine's his offensive rookie of the year. Kenneth Walker, running back out of Seattle. 
Um, he's going to get that Seattle team loves to run the ball. He's going to get a ton of touches. Um, Penny's, I guess, their feature back. I mean, how long is he going to stay healthy? How how many touches is he going to get? Running backs tend to win this award. Um, he's 12 to 1. So, offensive rookie of the year. Kenneth Walker out of Michigan State playing for Seattle. I love that one. I think Penny's um, a guy that could get moved in the year. So, there you go. I mean, so I see Walker actually taking the bulk of those carries. That team's going to be abysmal. Um, so, you want, you say they might pass because they were behind, but I, I don't even think they if they carry, they win games. So, I see him getting a lot of touches. 12 to 1, I think, is a steal. Uh, so that's it for episode 15 of our NFL prop show. I think you're going to hear a lot of this um, NFL talk. So, you know, if you're not a big horse fan, you're not a big baseball fan, don't worry. We got football coming, what everybody likes. This will not be a show probably to talk about fantasy football. So some of those uh, geeks out there, um, sorry, not not your This show. will be the most fantasy type talk that we will have on the show <laughs> with these prop bets. Well, some of some of Mika's picks are fantasy. They are say. fantasy. So we can yeah. say what's um, fantasy? But uh, is anybody we'll be contacting you. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll keep track. Does anybody want to leave us with any You're stealing words? money. You're stealing money. Nine wins for the Saints is just, just stealing money. I You're stealing it. You want to book it, Tom? <laughs> I do want to book. Well, uh, for entertainment purposes only, of course. But I, it is something that we. That's I right. You're like, in Delaware. I forgot. I would like. I would like to book. And let's end it with that. Do we? I mean, the the Saints is easy money. I think you can't end in a better way. Um, so that was episode fifteen. Uh, at fifteen, a Broad Street Hustle. We'll be in Saratoga later this week. You won't hear for any for from us till next week. Good night. Good luck. And make some money.